Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a real play tabletop RPG using the chill 3rd edition rule set based in the modern day Chicago land world. My name is Nort and I'll be your sweet little chill master for this evening and your players are... Anna playing Mavis. Robert playing Wesley Hung. Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. And Ranson is under the weather so he will not be joining us for this... Uh, this case partly so you'll be sadly missed but let's kind of just jump into it we're doing another regrouping slash leveling up session so we're gonna have uh, leveling up our stats and then we're gonna have some base upgrades which I have tweaked a little bit more uh, to be slightly more balanced um, and then I will have I have another little fun little role play thing we're gonna jump into and then we're gonna be starting case four so um, we'll just go right into it. It is a day after your the last case you finished. You vanquished and helped the uninvited guest uh, to the afterlife. So you are currently hanging out at your homes or in the base or wherever, just kind of uh, recovering and rethinking, figuring out how to grow as more better as people and teammates. So let's go right to Mavis, who, from what I could tell, is she is spending her time in the outdoors. Yeah. So Chicago is in Illinois, which even though we live outside of this. <laughs> Definitely thought it was it was in like New York or something. Dude. Well, even though Chicago's is city, there are wooded areas around it because it is in Illinois. Yes. So. As <laughs> being in the middle part of the country, it's very different everything. So Mavis is going to, I'm just going to be hanging out, checking out some local forestry. That's where I'm going to be. Okay. Kind of like spending all of my days. and. Ooh, ooh. You could go to Starved Rock National Park. State park. It's a state park. It's not a national park. You could sure do that. It is. It so. is one hour, roughly, approximately, from Justice. Rockford's a good place to go. It's to. close to Rockford. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, you can go there if you want. Yeah. Do you go by yourself, or do you ask anyone to accompany you, like uh, NPC style? Not necessarily the players, because I think they have their own things they're doing. Yeah, they're they're chilling out on their own. You don't have to ask any NPCs. I'm just saying you could definitely ask someone or go by. You're capable of going by yourself for sure. Mm, I don't think any of the other NPCs like to hang out outdoors. Uh, I'll just go by myself. Amazing. I love it when people go by themselves places. Shut up. <laughs> Alright, so you, you hop in the Mavis Mobile... And you take a nice little road trip by yourself. Um, as you're driving, you are taken back to the many road trips that you, that you, Jules, and Luke took when you were in college. Especially the first year, you did a lot of traveling on the brakes. Um, and you'd always, you'd always take a, the car because you, you like the shared experience of traveling um, long distances because it's full of ups and downs where you learn to love each other and also hate every aspect about each other. So right. it's a great bonding experience. So you you take the drive and you head you get to the national well the state park area, excuse me, and you park 
your car in the parking lot and you check in with the uh, trooper that is on duty, excuse me, ranger that's on duty, and you, with your gear, you head out into the forest. What are you doing exactly? So, you've probably never been to Starved Rock because you're not an outdoorsy man. I don't go outside. But there's a couple different paths you can take up through... So, I'm going to take the one that goes through the forest first before you go up through the rocks because there's... I can picture it in my head. If you go one direction... You were describing it great. I can picture it. Yeah, if you go straight, it goes through the forest instead of towards the rocks. If you go... If you take a left, it's towards the rocks. Of course. So, I'm going up straight on the path through the forest that loops around kind of just they say not to take food on the trails but i have like a bag of lay's chips that i'm kind of just munching and minding my Roll own initiative business. a bear attacks you I'm kidding. what I'm kidding. <laughs> you got lace chips and i'm, I'm just kind of snacking and they also tell you not to go off trail yeah. Um, but I'm definitely going off trail right now because I want to see, I just want to check out the nature. Nature is home to me. Of course. Um, and what are the things that you are upgrading out here in the forest to help put a little mechanics to this scene before we start? So I'm adding a specialization to my investigation, which will be outdoors. Okay. Um, I already have trailing, which is pretty typically outdoors. I'm just trying to kind of soak in the outdoors without trying to... uh, I'm not chasing anything at this point. I'm just trying to observe and soak in and kind of, like, just become one with nature and notice the little things, like, you know, the way the birds do their thing from one tree to the next and the way the water moves and... Perfect. Um, and I know you also picked a new edge, correct? You I did. To... I picked a new edge. I am uh, out here uh, getting want... a pet. A pet? Okay. A pet in this forest. Perfect. Um, then you kind of, you find a nice camping spot, you place your camp gear down, and you, um, it's towards the end of the day, uh, so you are going to just camp for the night and wake up early. Sure. Um, you, uh... Start a little fire, um, and then you uh, kind of take a nice little rest. And when you wake up, or you wake up to birds chirping in the morning, um, and there's a light dew resting on the grass. Um, so you get up and you make sure the fire's put out, and you grab your your pack and you begin your walk to kind of just soak in the environment. Um, and you kind you head through the forest and you find this nice little. Um, this this field that is this clearing that these trees kind of encircle so um it's cut off from the world but it's opened up to the sky and you there's a nice little sitting rock towards the middle and you you uh, you sit down and you take a few deep breaths and you just begin smelling and um hearing all the noises and uh you hear little chirps and little little like teeth grindings from animals that are walking past you um, and you look up and you kind of see just these, this animal kind of investigate this tree, um, this rabbit. So you kind of stand up when you walk towards it and, uh, in the tree, there's like, there's a hole in the tree. It's a, it's a tree that looks like it's dying and you kind of reach your hand in 
and in the tree you find this like um this old arrowhead okay um and it doesn't appear to be anything super like you don't get any vibes from it or anything um but it is like a pristine native american indian uh, native american um arrowhead that you have found okay um by kind of absorbing the area and listening to what the animals are doing um and i just found this in a tree mm-hmm. okay uh and as you are sitting there just kind of studying it in your hands um uh can you roll oh, give me let's see roll me a reflex for me a reflex. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I rolled a fifty-five, and I needed a seventy-five, which is a colossal success. Perfect. Um, so you're standing there, kind of uh, zoning out a little bit, and you hear a bunch of trees rustle, rustle, and then something lands on your pack. Okay. Um, and it begins. It like tries to jump inside your pack, but you begin. You spin around, and you kind of catch it. In your hand, you're holding in your hands this um, this black squirrel. Oh, it's a black squirrel. And it has uh, this beautiful white dot over one of its eyes. Okay. And it has, um, it kind of looks like the hair on its head is kind of poofy. Okay. Like it has like some little hair. And it doesn't seem aggressive. It's not like withering out of your hands. But you're holding it like at the, between the, the two, two sets of legs. Okay. So it's kind of, you're kind of holding it up and its tail's drooping down. And in its little paws is this Lay's chip. Uh-huh. And it begins just like nibbling on it. For sure. Um, and so you, you just kind of like slowly, slowly like set it down. And it kind of hops up on its back feet. And it looks at you. And it doesn't seem like it's running away. What do you do? I pet it. I pet its head. Um, you reach down and it kind of, it flinches slightly. And then it realizes that... Uh, you aren't swatting it away, and it lets you. It kind of nuzzles your hand. Okay. And and, it, and you hear like a clicking noise, and it's it like clicks up at you. Yeah. All right. Looks like I'm, it's grinding its teeth at you. I'm keeping this squirrel. Okay. I want this squirrel. I like this. How squirrel. do you go about keeping this squirrel? So, I pull another lace chip out of my hand, and I give it to it. But I don't like hand it to it. I hold it out. A little bit to see if it'll just, like, come take it. It, uh, kind of, it, like, popcorn's up to you. Okay. And it grabs the chip and then, like, scampers up your arm. Okay. Using your, uh, your, uh, wrist plate, your wrist guards as kind of a jumping point. It hops up on your, on your shoulder. Okay. And after it eats, eats a chip, it just kind of, like, climbs your, in front of you and uses, like, your bosom as, like, a stand and Uh looks up at you and it. Gives you a little little kiss on the nose. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like it's going to bite you, but it just kind of, like, nibbles a little bit on your nose. And you hear more of that, like, grinding clicking. Okay. And as you pet the head, it it just kind of, like, shakes its head at you as you're petting it. Okay. Okay. I'm keeping this. And his name is Arrowhead. Right on. And it's a boy? Yeah, it's okay. a boy. As far as I know, could, Arrowhead could be a girl's name. If you, it's whatever you. It could have a balls or a squirrel girl part if you want. Squ- a squirrel coochie, whatever you want. 
episode name is Squirrel Coochie. <laughs> I am not naming it Squirrel Coochie. So yeah, you uh. And then he morphs into a monster. And he yep. Your face. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So yeah, you. Chill. <laughs> you uh got yourself a nice squirrel pet. Awesome. And you got your outdoors trained. Sweet. That's all I needed to do. I'm gonna leave with my squirrel and go to. The, HQ? the squirrel store. <laughs> okay, so you you do spend another day or so kind of adjusting yourself to the squirrel and domesticating it a little bit more. Okay. Um, and it still seems a little wild, but for the most part, you don't... It, it seems like it, it must have been a pet prior, and maybe someone, like, dumped it. Okay. Kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you're, you can go to the squirrel store. You can just go to the pet store. And yeah. And just go to the rodent section, and there's... Whatever, what are, what do you, what do you want? Uh, besides the normal stuff, like, do you want anything, like, like a hat or something? Okay, so, my, yes, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get a hat, but the ones that, like, go over your whole head and strap under your chin, you know? Sure. So he's got one of those, it's, like, fuzzy. Okay. And he has a harness. Of course. You can get that. And you just use a ferret one. Okay. I, um... I start looking up on my phone how, if, if squirrels can be service animals so I can take him everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you look it up and it doesn't say that a squirrel can be, but it doesn't say a squirrel cannot be either. Alright, I'm going to register my squirrel as an emotional support animal. Okay. And he's, I'm going to get him, like, a tiny vest. Like, the ones they put on, like, I don't know, puppies. It's, it's pretty big. It's still. pretty big still. You know, mm. we'll I'm just, gonna, I'm gonna, we'll just play that out eventually. Yeah, is there anyone at HQ a seamstress? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's they have a lot of skills, but none of them know are seamstresses. I am not from the old country. <laughs> All right. Okay, so maybe let, Roman let, is. I don't know. <laughs> let's go. Roman's not at HQ. I I know. Yet. I, you have to spend the points if you want to get him. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, I'll head back to HQ. Okay. With you my are. squirrel. Beautiful, and that's all of your your upgrading, correct? Yes, that okay. is a little. Because they got they got four points for the last case. Three, oh, we three. Got four. Well, I'm saving one point then. <laughs> we got four from the last case. Uh, three for each episode. One for each episode, and then one for defeating the uh, just completing the case in general. They did not get the bonus point because there was no vicious, deadly attack or anything. So. Um, which wasn't a negative, it's just, that's just a bonus point if there's a monster that is particularly deadly, which a lot of them are. So, we will jump in. Uh, do either one of you want to go? Or who wants to go last? Or? I really don't care, so. Let me go last. Okay. okay. Alright, so we're going to jump into to Frank. Frank! Oh. How are you feeling, Frank? I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little worn. Um, the more and more that we have these cases where I see, um... People being murdered. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I, I can do more. I feel like I should be noticing noticing things that uh, I should be doing or trying to trying to better, right? Because um, my drive is protect humanity. Mm -hmm. and even though we are protecting humanity, um, I'm not protecting everyone. Yes, of course. So, uh, trying to come up with some things that um, would really help us overall. Um, geared towards solving cases a little bit faster. Of course, and if you so. 
if you don't have something that you already have planned, um, you most definitely could use one of the officers that have helped you on prior cases. Okay. Um, or you could, if you have an idea, I would be happy to uh, oblige mm-hmm. whatever you want. No, I really don't. I, I just need to find someone that can help me kind of um, put these clues together, I think. Sure. Uh, is, is what I'm, I'm after. Yeah, uh, so Officer O'Doyle um, does deal with a lot of murders. Oh, of course. Uh, and his, his pri- the new private, um, Rob Robbie does as well. Okay. Um, so you could go to them or just one of them, whatever you feel more comfortable with. I definitely, I definitely feel like I need to go talk to Officer O'Doyle. Sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my guy. Also Mark. Uh, Mark is more forensics, mm. but I mean, he could help you too if you wish. Okay. And he'd be able to give you, he's seen a lot of them. He just doesn't know, like, he doesn't really refine clues. He kind of just analyzes everything. So sure. no, that's I, what he would do. I think, uh, Officer O'Doyle is a, is a, is a good choice. Ah, give him a ring. <laughs> sure. Um, the phone rings out, and that uh, you hear like you hear the lines connecting, mm-hmm. and uh, you hear <sighs> Officer Doyle here. How can I help you, Officer Doyle? This is Father Frank. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Um. Well, see, Father. After our previous case, I was wondering if I might be able to come into the the station and. Uh, and assist you, um, so that you might better help me put some of our, our case clues together. I feel that we, uh, we miss some things that we, we shouldn't be on some of our cases. Yes, oh, please, stop. Just stop on my office, I'm here. I'd be happy to, to help you. Okay. I'll pull out some of my old case pens, and, and we'll go over, and I'll show you the, the basics. All right, I will be there in a brief moment. I'm sure there's a nice little drive over, or do you take the tram, or do you just... I would start... definitely not drive. Okay, you could... I do not have a car. Um, Mavis is not there, um, so you, I guess you could use your mystery wagon, or you could jump on that tram that you guys unlocked. Oh, is that where he... I, I would imagine I would probably take the tram, and mm. then uh, take a taxi. Of course. Because I don't understand Uber. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, you take a taxi. It's like it's a few blocks away from where that the the cemetery seems to be pretty center. Okay. To in Chicago, so it'd help you get about anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so when you actually go to the tram, um, it appears that uh that someone has tidied up. Uh, that kind of looks like they replaced a lot of lights in here, so it's not as like cave like. It does dark. Yeah, it does look like um there is um the ceiling has lights and it looks like this was not natural. It looks like someone carved this out in here. Um, and the center box. Uh, it looks like, um, as you walk in, you hear someone, like, fumbling, like, not fumbling, like, uh, fiddling with something inside the main box in oh, there. okay. I peek. Like the main little room. I just peek. Yeah, you see, you mean you see a butt. Oh. Like, someone's, like, <laughs> like waist deep in something. <laughs> like, not like an actual butt, like, it's been pants. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> There's, like, a man bent over into something. Hello? Man butt. And he slams his head on the ceiling. <laughs> Hello? Oh. And stepping out is, um... It looks like it is a man that you've seen a few times. Uh-huh. It is Mark. Oh, okay. He is, uh, looks like he is on a task that someone gave him, um, and he rubs his head and... Sorry, Mark. Oh, it's, no, it's fine. How's it, how's it going? Oh, quite well, quite well. Oh. Meaning Officer O'Doyle here in the city momentarily. Are you responsible for all of the lights? Uh, yes, uh, Dax had me set everything up, and I'm kind of a handyman, so I like doing that kind of stuff, so... Uh, do you, so you need to be sent to the city then? Yes. Awesome. Um, I will accompany you because I need to check on the other station sure. at that one. So. Of course. Um, and he kind of just gestures to a cart and uh, 
Oh, we hop in. Yep, and you press like the big red button, and it sends you. Um, of course, there's a big red button. He's just red he's standing next to you. As you get a look at this man, um, he's this man. He appears to be in his early thirties. Okay. Uh, he is looks like he is well over six foot. Um, he kind of he ducks in when he gets into the cab of it. Um, he has this the short short brown hair mm-hmm. with like hints okay. of red in it. Um, and he has these these bright blue eyes. Um, and his face, he has nice laugh lines. Um, he's starting to form early laugh lines on his face um, and smile lines. It looks like he, relative, has been in a happy person most of his life. Um, Too bad he's with Save. It's always tragic, isn't yeah. it? Um, <laughs> so, so sad. He, uh, doesn't, he doesn't really say much. He doesn't really know. It's kind of awkward because you guys have never spoke much. Yeah. So he's, he's just, it's not like he doesn't seem uncomfortable in silence. He's just, hes he takes a note of how silent oh. when you guys are going. If you're welcome to say something, but he I doesn't mean, hype up. But I'm not a very talkative person. <laughs> so I, of course, would not ask after why he isn't safe. Okay. Um, of course I would. <laughs> uh, how did you get into save, Mark? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I worked with... Um, a precinct. I was a, a forensics, a forensic analysis. I was one. Of, I was a brand that side of the department, um, and on the side, I I don't know what looked the part, but uh, you ever seen the Fast and the Furious movies? No. Well, I as quoting the great Vin Diesel, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I was a part of like a, a street race syndicate. We did. Um, It'd be quite dangerous. It was quite dangerous. That was part of the reason I liked it. But on one of my races, I won. It was a private race of me and this gentleman, and I won. And uh, he didn't like that I won. And it turned out that uh, racing wasn't his only vice. And he turned on me, as in the form of he tried to bite me. Um, My God. He was a vampire, I found out. Um, And a save member who is... uh, Let's see. Fortunately, a save member was already looking into me at the time, and uh, they happened to be looking for me, and they heard that they would find me at the specific... Drag strip? Sure. I mean, it was a street race. Okay. But they just followed me. They were, according to him, they were testing me, so... uh, And they saved me. It would seem that fate or someone of a higher power intervened. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I don't race anymore. Uh, Imagine that must be very hard. Yeah, but it's also more exhilarating to help you guys. So I felt I have moved that passion into saving people and helping, which I know you guys haven't talked to me much, but I do help curse passion on a lot with things. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's my story. It's not super tragic. Um, but it did bring me into the darkness, I guess. <laughs> it showed me that there's more than just people that are monsters. Uh, so, there there you go. Wow. It's not that crazy, but... That's okay. Um, oh, it would appear that we're here. But if, I guess if you ever need a driver... Ah, and that's he, like, not a bad idea. I will bring it up. This, like, wicked smile. Like, not evil, but, like, it's just like he's trying to be a cool guy. <laughs> we are in need of uh, of transportation. I don't get around much, as you would imagine. <laughs> At the end, uh, that's why we are, we're all a team, right? I, I click my cane against my leg. <laughs> uh, 
Of course, and then he'd be like, so, uh, how did, uh, you, how did that happen, if you don't mind me asking? I was attacked by a, uh, group of Ganabe. They had infiltrated the church, um, oh. myself and several others, um, confronted them, and, uh, well, I'm actually not this old. I, I know my appearance would make it look like I am in my late 60s or 70s, um, but I am, I'm only 58. Oh, that is, I'm sorry, Father, no, no. that's terrible to hear, but... God wills what he will. Yeah. And this course. led me, of course, to save, and I am now protecting more people in this in this capacity than I ever did before, when I was just the simple father of Our Lady of Sorrows. He uh, nods at you and smiles warmly. Mm. Well, Close. good. And then, as you guys are finishing, uh, it kind of hits the end of the station, next station, and uh, this one's not as this one has not been fixed Put up together yet. yet. Um, and he goes, "Well, it looks like we're at our our stopfather." It was, good, it was good talking with you. Anytime you need anything, just you let me know. I know I don't go onto the field. I'm not the bravest man when it comes to fighting, but... No, no, we could really use a wheel man. I will give it some serious thought. <laughs> that is the only crime I ever committed, was driving too fast. I. We all have our own vices. Uh, yeah. But, uh, kind of like, gestures for you to go out and, uh, points to the exit and, uh, he, he walks to, like, the other little main building. And... I make my way to the station, and I hail a taxi. Of course, and it gets there, and you approach O'Doyle, and he is at his desk, and he is eating a sandwich. Mm. He's, he loves sandwiches. I man. love that you love sandwiches so much, O'Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The only reason I chose O'Doyle was to, was to get you to do this. He's so. always eating a sandwich every yeah, single time. He's always eating a sandwich. Okay, because I'm I'm a chunky boy and I love sandwiches, especially from some places. They're so good, but they're so bad for you. I love sandwiches. Um, and he goes, "Oh, um, father, I'm sorry," <clears throat> and then puts like he has this. He it's a, it looks like it was a huge sub, but it's now like a fourth of what it was. And he sets it down, wraps it up, and he put you open. And there's desk. You hear like a suction noise as like a fridge opens, and he a bunch of rattling, and he places it. In there, and it was oh, you have a mini fridge in, inside of your your desk. Yes, that is that is uh, one of the things I wanted, and I instead of getting a pay raise, I I got a I got a fridge one time. Oh, wow, you could investment. have just bought the fridge with your pay raise. You're right, but this one, and he kind of like just for you to look, <laughs> it has like sweet police logos on it, and it's like <laughs> customized, and it looks like built into his desk. Like, All it's, right, it's, I'm impressed by this. He goes, uh, yeah, um, it, believe me, I, I've been here long enough, they pay me well, I am taken care of, I don't need the money, I told him just to get this and we'd be square, but that's beside the point, you wanted to hear about the, uh, oh god, you wanted to hear about the, um, the cases, and he kind of plops yes. a couple of manila, old manila folders on the desk and opens one of them up and it has like a picture of what looks like what his pin board was. Uh, that he, like, strung up, like, clues and whatnot. Okay. And, yeah. um, the, uh, there, and there's also pictures of old crime scenes. And so as this man is explaining just, like, what these all are, you, you look, you kind of, like, take another look at this man to kind of, um, just take in him. Because, uh, it looks like he is, like, the definition of, like, an, like, an, like an early 90s cop. Um, he, he is, he's a tall man at, like, Rough, looks like he's roughly in the middle of six foot, 
but he again is like a couple hundred pounds like he is humongous um and he looks up here and, and you know just from talking to them that he is in his mid 40s um and he has this bushy like cop stash is the only facial hair he keeps on his body and his hair is gray and it's short um kind of looks at the files and goes this is from the early days but it's still relevant um and it's this murder of this he was it was like a serial killer who was targeting these specific types uh, of people um and he kind of explains it to you and you guys go over the next few hours a couple cases um and it helps you because you, you have the like hands-on experience right but now you have the like uh, research part of it or the the more of the investigate where you're like you're looking you're at everything to, yeah put it all together uh -huh. and you're kind of together. you kind of have to look past the the grotesque images and just deal with numbers um which is hard for you because you kind of the more you value life so tremendously it's hard for you to kind of look past that and he helps you through that like to see that oh this is a murder the important thing is we can warn later the important thing is finding this person or creature in this case um and just as you're wrapping up, after like an hour, after two or three hours of talking, um, uh, Robbie comes in, and he has, uh, he's carrying three cups of coffee for everyone. Oh, I love and it. He sets it down in there. They're the uh, Chicago PD on the front. Um, and he says, mm. uh, Robbie looks up and goes, did you uh, learn anything? Yes, Exciting? yes. I think so. Although not what you would want me to possibly learn, but putting some of the clues together, I think, is very beneficial. Yes, I feel as if I have a better understanding of uh, what goes into your jobs. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's wonderful. Um, can I can I show you my favorite picture of Chuck? And Chuck just leans back and smiles. He goes, "Here we go." Of course you can. And he flips this file that you hadn't dug into yet, and um, a bunch of pictures spill out, and it's of a crime scene, and then like the last picture is this old polar Polaroid. Okay. And um, it's a man with a bushy cop stash, um, and he's standing next to this guy that looks like he took a picture of him capturing him. Um, like he's like standing next to him, so, like he like someone with a fish, but he's standing next to this guy, and the guy looks like all mad and disgruntled and all bruised up. And uh, it looks like Officer O'Doyle, but he is trim. He is. He looks. He looks like. Wait, wait, wait. Is he corded? <laughs> he is corded like Robbie. He looks. <laughs> Like, a version of, like, Robbie, but, um, he is, he's thin, he still has, like, his bushy stash and his short hair, and he is just grinning, um, and Robbie goes, I like that one. That just, it just shows so much about Officer Chuck Ardor, here. Yes, yeah. you, you really look, wow. I know Doyle goes, it's not always about the physique. <laughs> I t <laughs> I'm so strong under this. I believe you. I believe you. And Robbie kind of like pats his belly and then Chuck like shut like like they're being playful like he kind of pushes him away and he goes you can and Robbie pipes him and goes I've learned a lot from him in the few weeks I've been with Chuck uh, here. I'm glad you stopped by. You're welcome to stop by any time with us. Yes. Well, I was thinking that I could always use the extra practice. I know that we're usually off busy with save, but I am finding that I am taking more and more or less and less, I should say, time at the church itself, um, relinquishing over some things there. So if you ever need me for anything, feel free to give me a call, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm on outside cases that are not necessarily for um, save. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, that'd be... I'd love that. And then Chuck 
pipes up and he uh, like sits up from his chair and it creaks. And uh, he put, places his hands on his desk to stand up and he goes, Well, Father, uh, I, me and Robbie got to uh, follow up on this case we've been working on. So uh, if you don't mind, I, I need to go over the details with him. Watch out. Uh, you have both of our numbers? Yes, yes, I do. Um, and uh, thanks for stopping by. This was great. I love, I know it's not fun material, but I do like reminiscing and looking at the uh, the things that I've solved. So please. And uh, both of them shake your hands and uh, Robbie kind of like leads you out outside to the, the front. And as you're uh, you're heading out down the steps, um, Robbie goes, Father, uh, when I last saw you, I think I used... Ma is, is magic real? Robbie, my son, I do not think that magic itself exists. Although, what we in Save refer to as the art is something that is real. Now, I have seen things that have, for some, possibly uh, might have sh shaken their faith, but mine has not been, uh, been so, so shaken. No, it, it really only affirms that I think that there is higher power, or are higher powers, uh, out there. And uh, that perchance, not necessarily magic but uh, akin to things that uh, may be used to shape the universe. Maybe it's not magic, but something that we as humanity can just do if we tap into it. Mm. Maybe? Is that what you're saying? I think that that is quite possible, yes. Okay. No, uh, I won't. It is something that I myself do not fully understand, okay. although I do practice it myself. Because... I only bring it up, and I know you got to go, and i got to get back in there, so we can't make this, keep this short, but I'll, maybe I'll talk about it some other time with you, but when you guys were dealing with that ghost thing, I... Ginger tried to stop you guys, and I, with my words, made her calm down, if that makes sense. And she kind of... That's why when you guys walked out, we were just... We were speaking and she was talking about her uh deceased husband um she i seemed to calm her down with my words in my mind it's very possible Robbie. <sighs> okay being being around these entities you will find that humans do have a uh penchant for having these things uh come about or uh, erupt from a place that they they did not know existed within them. After you like say your that little uh, uh, sentence to him, it, he looked like he was caring a lot after before that, and he seems to like breathe out some air, and he looks like relief, like he's not he he must have felt like he was losing his mind or something. Yeah. Um, uh... And he kind of smiles and nods, and then says, "Well, you have a lovely night," and he kind of like jogs back in and. Um, and you gotta take a taxi and I head back. Rinse and repeat. Um, yep. well, on the way back, uh, Mark doesn't go with you. He's still working. Oh. And uh, you uh, are you back at the HQ? Um, 
Now, I know there's you have another thing that you wanted, a few other things you wanted to upgrade, correct? Really, it all kind of makes sense if we do this one. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm, I'm increasing my... One of my attributes, I'm increasing perception, mm -hmm. which that increases my reflex, sense unknown, and and base investigation scores. Okay. So that, that helps all of those. And then I wanted to specialize in murder, which is why we went to O'Doyle. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to take the edge sleuth. Okay. So um, sleuth basically uh, lets or allows um, the, the person that has the edge to... Um, put pieces together, right? So, like, we get clues during the case, and sometimes if we get enough of those clues, we get a breakthrough. Um, so it's a mechanical advantage, uh, but it also should help us, hopefully, um, kind of piece together some things. Like, because I know in case two specifically, you had all the clues, but you didn't know how they fit together. Correct. And sleuth sleuth allows us to like it, ask you, like, we have all these things. How does it work? Right. Um, so it's, it'll it's allow, a mechanic. So it lets me help you without just telling you. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can, because um, you know that Dax is really good at putting stuff together, you can go to him. Okay. Um, I'm sure Charles, being all spy-like, you could help talk to him. Okay. Um, whoever you feel more comfortable with out of those two, I think, would be the best. I think we can go to Dax. That's fair. Okay. You guys do always, you guys yeah. have a nice history we, we together. We do have a nice, nice uh, rapport. Okay. Um... You either find Dax in his lab or the library, um, and you text, you check the lab, and he is not in there. Pykel is in there, toying away with some stuff. Um, uh, so, but you say hello, and he's just kind of in his own world. As always. Uh huh. Um, you make your way to the library, and as you're opening the large oaken door, you hear um, uh, like, <laughs> oh, there it is, and you hear like a thump. Okay. And you kind of come into the like hangout area, and um, Dax is there, like pouring over these old these files and stuff, and he doesn't hear you or anything when you come in. I of course knock Dax. Whoa! And a bunch of papers go flying. Oh! As he <laughs> and he just spooked him. Um, and he kind of spins around and he he looks really scared, like, um. Like, he heard, like, a gunshot almost. Oh, no. But then he goes, oh, it's just you, Frank. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How, how you doing? And his, uh, the tiny little man walks up to you. He's, like, 5'2". I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> and uh, he has, like, that long black hair um, and, like, the thick rim glasses. And he's like, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're here, Father. I I was digging around in here, and I found this old this old box. And in it, there was these old files in it. Okay. Um, But I... <sighs> I have this this here, and it's like this. It's called a, a cold case, um, and they are never able to figure it out. And I'm really good at figuring things out. Do you know? Uh, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm like Batman because I'm not. You're like Batman. I'm like Batman. Batman's brain. I'm really good at taking these clues and shoving them together, and I can figure it out. Well, I. I can, of course, help you. Uh, that is perfectly fine, Dax. Um, especially if we can put some of these files to use in the library. Yes, of course. And he, uh, he like, slaps that case and, like, moves everything away. And you guys kind of pour over it. And over, um, it takes a few hours to do that. I imagine. Put it together. Yeah. I um, mean, he shows you the in and outs of, like, how this connects to that. Um, and it builds off what you just learned with O'Doyle. Um. Perfection. And, uh. 
you actually discover it before he does. Oh. Um, and uh, so what do you say when you discover this uh, clue? It was an old case about uh, a werewolf that they were trying to hunt down. Like a, just a normal run-of-the-mill werewolf, but they couldn't, they couldn't pin it to the guy. So he, got, he ended up getting away. But they, 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 they person couldn't put all the clues together properly. I don't know. I feel like I'm put on the spot. Oh, I have something if you know. Of course. Okay. You say that and Dax goes, Eureka! <laughs> and you kind of... Very similar to elementary, my dear. <laughs> I like that one too. I'm like, You're right. I'm the doctors. <laughs> um, and you uh, show him how these clues that like, the way the guy got away with it um, was he just covered his tracks really well and you found that he slipped up but the invoice you did this case didn't see it. Um, okay. So Makes you do, sense. Yeah. And you realize that, oh, that, that was the clue. And it was like he he left like, in one of the pictures you can see this like little shoelace um, and he and it's from his, it matched his shoes. But they never they never found that shoelace. Ah, so it's something very small. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, you guys had a breakthrough and you discovered it together. And then he assisted you even further and he expanded on it double, double time of that. Um, and yeah, you guys kind of closed the case. Unfortunately, it was so long ago, the man's probably dead or... Well, But it oh well. still helps with research and um, everything. So uh, yeah, you get that little nice sleuth edge there. Yeah. Um, I will, of course, update everyone's things. Um, so we have everything down. But yeah, he helps you and uh, you get a little more fun time with your friend Captain. Oh, it's so nice. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I... That was my job on my old team. I, I, I'm not good at fighting, and, and I'm afraid of fighting. So I'd always stay in, like our car, all my with my with my laptop or phone or whatever, and I would do all of that. Uh, that's how I fit in. I fit in. I fit it. I, fit, I fought. And he looks up at this guy. Yeah, I fit. I fit. Yeah, yeah. I was there. That's Makes how. I, sense. That's how I did it. At, Darian and the others kind of did the the fighting and the shooting. I understand. Um, I I don't do that on our team either. Well, well okay. Is it because you're a coward? In some regards, although I think that it is more aligned with that I am too sensitive of a soul. Yeah, I don't like to hurt anything. Like when we had to do like even dissections in class when I was in high school and college, I had a real tough time. Mm. Even though they are already dead. No. But... Not quite that far. Although I do think that protecting any human, despite how far they have fallen, gives me pause. And uh, now that you say that, I, I've been meaning to bring it up to everyone. And it's a very... People don't like this. They don't like my opinion on this. So the ones that are infected, because there's this type of werewolf where you it infects you. Okay. It's called the infective. Um, and then there's the the vampires. I fully believe we could develop a cure to both of these. That we could save the ones that have been turned. Intriguing. As long as we get to them soon enough, because I know after a certain point that they're uncurable because the evil way consumes them. It consumes their humanity. Okay. Um, but it, let's let's say someone like, like Jean, she gets bitten and she gets infected by a vampire. They bring her back here. 
They kill the vampire, bring her back here. I believe that there's, because the protocol for those things is to just put the envoy down on the spot. They say their, their final things, and you shoot them. Because turning into the evil way and bringing them back to the HQ is worse. Um, and that's we all we all know that's the protocol when we signed up. But I'm not the only one. I'm the only one here. <laughs> but when I was when I'd go to conferences, there was many people who believed that you could save these people, and there's places that are researching this. Mm. Um, Interesting. But I just wanted to tell you that that's how I feel. No, I I think that that's that's very fair. And there may not be. No, but, but there is a chance that there could be. And perhaps we can come up with maybe even a safe house outside of this place to, to take these people. And I, oh, I misspoke. I'm not the only one. Steven. Steven also believes. Mm -hmm. That's why he has his, the box or the key, whatever he calls it. Of course. Um, yes. But I just wanted to let you know, um, I, 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 I need to go check up on Mark. I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, wait, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, Nice to be useful somewhere. And he just kind of like looks down at his hands and looks up to you and he looks like slight teary-eyed and he goes, oh, so sad. Thank you. And he just like scuttles out of the library. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of... He's the bird. I love that bird. <laughs> um, yeah, and you get your nice little sleuth upgrade. Yes. Please, we use that. <laughs> I'm going to. One man's trash is another man's, uh, is Wigberg's meal. <laughs> and home. Perfect. And uh, the camera kind of leaves you leaning on your cane, just taking in him leaving, because it's always a sight. Um, and it kind of goes through the concrete walls, and it finds Wesley, wherever he's oh, at. Yes. Where are you at, Wesley? Me? I'm currently... In front of a television. Okay. Watching Disney movies. Disney movies. Yes. Okay. So, okay, what happened was this, okay. I'm here. Wesley came to the realization that the la that he's not good at investigating or, uh, or perception, like seeing the things, that, you know, that he needs to, to, he's just the muscle. So. Yeah. Since he figured out that Frozen, the movie was a big part of the last case, <laughs> he facts. decided to oh, God. download every single Disney movie and begin watching them all. Of course, he uses the save uh, <laughs> credit card to download every single movie as he has begun to watch. And He's working out while he's watching, but he's also trying to take notes at the same time. He's like, hey, I can do multiple things at the yeah. same time, but... You know, goes through his normal daily routine while watching these movies. Sure, yeah, you have like a, a tablet that you have mm -hmm. on that you everyone gets a, like on their desk to do whatever they went with. So yeah. you use that and you put it on like the treadmill when you're running and yeah. below you when you're lifting weights. Um, so you're using this to help with training your investigation. Correct. Um, I'm taking notes down about every character, the villains, the, you know, sure. how how they're defeated and 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 all this throughout all Disney movies. Yeah, and a lot of the time it is the power of love. Yes, it's always the power. Which of he's love. coming to the realization of slowly, but getting there. Oh uh, yeah, for sure, man. That uh, doing a deep dive into that, you uh, would definitely if you're going at it from an analytic analytical standpoint. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, but as you are about halfway, you know, like a good two or three days in doing this. Mm -hmm. um, Mind you, there's like over 
I think I looked it up. It was like 140, over 148 movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you could chunk through them. I just meant yeah. like days-wise during Because yeah. there's about a week in between the next case. Um, you hear the familiar tapping of a cane enter the gym as you are uh, um, working out. Right. And as you kind of turn to see, um, it was in between movies, so you didn't, it would, there was no noise. Um, and in between, like you were working in between, going in between the next exercise, you see Richard walking up to you. And he doesn't look, I wouldn't say he looks happy. Right. He doesn't necessarily look mad. Somewhere in between. Almost perplexed. <laughs> if that's a better answer. And he okay. just looks, leans on his cane and looks up, looks at you. Wesley. Hey, what's up? Sorry. I was going over the uh, financial statements for the uh, everyone's cards. Yeah. And I realized that your card had a very big purchase at uh, the Disney Store digital or iTunes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah you I bought don't... over 130 movies? Yeah, the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, going through them and, you know... Why? Trying to, trying to... Why? Oh, oh, I'm, try, I'm trying to get smarter. Uh, be more... Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 trying to get smarter. <laughs> You're trying from Disney what's, movies? What's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, See, I figured out the last case uh-huh. was just like the movie Frozen. Oh. So, I figured... Thanks. Hey. I guess you're right. You yeah. know? One plus one makes 11, so... We can totally use these Disney movies in other cases. So I've got a whole list compiled of every villain mm-hmm. and all the good guys and what they did to defeat them. So I'm, I'm, it's still kind of rough, but I got it all written down. He pauses for a few seconds and he uh, kind of like gestures. He won't look at the iPad and he starts to look over your notes. Oh, yeah. God damn, Wesley, you're right. You know, I want to come in here and I wanted to tell you that I was going to take your card for a little bit. But, you know, uh, I agree with the, you know, I, I <laughs> you surprise me, Wesley, every time. And, uh, you know, that's why I initially hired you the very, very first time is I liked your spontaneous, spontaneousness in general. Yeah. And I'm, I think yeah, it brings... I'm just here to help the team. So I figured <laughs> I could do this to better the team. And, uh. He kind of looks like, because he looks less, he looks a little bit more, not as tense, almost. He was pretty tense when he came in. I need to realize that by hiring all these eccentric people, that eccentric things happen. Um, and I am not, and this is good for me that I am not totally in charge anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, next time, you know, let me know before. So I don't think that, uh, you know, the card was stolen. <laughs> oh, because yeah, 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 you got it. I, I mean, I know that you and Pykele... Um, do have a slight problem with alcohol, so I, I, I just thought maybe you'd lost it. <laughs> oh, no, no, I never lose my alcohol. I got it in my flask right here. He like <laughs> pats you on the shoulder and he goes, "Of course, Wesley. Uh, no, don't let me interrupt you any further." Okay. And he right. goes to spin around and uh, makes his way slowly <laughs> to just get back to my workout and back to watching my movies. Beautiful, you know. Amazing. I didn't... You know, when you said that you were going to buy something, I did not think it was going to be Disney movies. And, you know, I'm happy about it. One plus one makes 11, man. You know? It does. 
It does. If you try hard enough. <laughs> if you try hard enough, anything's anything eleven. If you really, if you really personally you like it. the Grim Grimm's fairy tales slightly more than the uh, the renditions that Disney. That's does stage today. two. But yeah, maybe stage we'll. Hey. We're gonna step it up <laughs> next time. <laughs> we'll delve a little time. deeper next time. Yeah, we're starting off kid friendly. And, there you, you go. Know. So besides that, um, what did you want? You wanted to upgrade some other things too, correctly? Yeah, correctly. Okay, so that correctly, was, correctly, yeah, correctly. <laughs> uh, so that was for my investigation stuff. Okay. But um, okay, so while I'm working out too, I I, uh, I guess I could tie this into it because I also got the uh, edge for adrenaline rush. Yeah. So as I'm working out, I'm hey, well, let's see, because that helps with my stamina if I get injured. So I mean, I'm just building up more. Yeah. You know, building my body better so I can. Take more of hits course. and then be able to strike back easier. Uh, yeah. Every Disney fight scene ever, like confrontation, you're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, you exactly get you going, get that drumming going. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, but I do also know need to go and talk to. Uh, I can't remember her name now. Sarah. Uh, Sarah, May. there you go. Oh. Yeah, Sarah Smith. Uh, I'm also. I, I want to delve deeper into the uh, incorporeal art. So, of course, that is her favorite. Yes. And you find her like you always find her. Mm-hmm. Surrounded by wrappers and papers and books, and she is meditating on the middle of in the middle of the cafeteria, just on a big round table. Gotcha. Okay. And so, if you remember, the cafeteria is like, it's the other half of the bullpen. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, I, I approach her gently like I normally do, I just kind of... Tap her a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't uh, want to spook her too much. Yeah. Uh, she, after a few seconds of that, she kind of blinks a few times and her eyes go back to normal and she uh, looks down at you. She smiles. She goes, Robert, how's it going? Well, I'm Wesley, <laughs> but you know, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh. She looks down at you and says, Wesley, how's it going? <laughs> she totally just had a, uh, you know. Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall there. <laughs> Yeah. That's what she was doing. If you would have said something, I would not have noticed it. Yeah. That's how much of Floridian, Floridian, Floridian slip that was. Um, beautiful. She looks down and says, how can I help you? Uh, I want to delve deeper into the incorporeal arts. I, I, I did, yes, yes, I was yes, able yes, yes. to see some people on the last case. What? Really? Yes. It's uh, unfortunately, the family that had died, I, I was able to actually see them. But I need to... I want to help the team. I want to be a team player. So, is there a way to communicate with them? Like she like stares at you, look just with no emotion, and then smiles wide. Yes, there is. I have the perfect, um, the perfect uh, discipline for this. This one, it's it's kind of dangerous. In Incor- the incorporeal school is kind of dangerous. Uh, just because dealing with these creatures directly is not usually a good idea. But thankfully, I'm a master of this. So, of course, I, that's why I came to you. <laughs> she kind of blushes. Um, so this one, what we do is we we channel... I channel a ghost or a dead person through me to speak. If that makes any sense. Oh, okay. Um, the, when you start off, you don't you don't remember any of it. Oh, okay. When you first start, it's very strain, strenuous on you, and you're not as strong as the ghost. Right. But the more you learn, the more you can control it. That makes sense. Um, like me, 
I can do a lot, and I'll just show you right now. Okay. And she closes her eyes and takes a few breaths, and a few minutes pass. And then after a few minutes, her eyes open. And her eyes are normally blue, and they are the same color that Pykel has. And she's looking at you. And she begins, like, moving her body, like, looking around. But she can't move. It looks like she can only move, like, parts of it sometimes. Right. And then she looks at you. And her voice, when she speaks, her voice is, is not her voice. And it's, uh, sounds like an older male. What, uh, what do you want? What, uh, I, uh, Wesley's just, like, perplexed. Uh, like, what's going on? He, it was explained to him, but he was just kind of confused at, you know, this actually happening in front of him. So, uh. What, what, what do I, well, uh, uh, just, uh, um, hi. Hi. What, who are you? Uh, I'm Wesley. How's it, how's, who, who are you? Mm, my name's Pike. Pike? And the, there's a wicked smile. Well, you can call me the Mad Goat. <laughs> mad Goat? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I'm dead, so don't have, what's up? Okay. I mean... <laughs> No, I know I'm not gonna. You'd keep doing this, Sarah. I don't. And then blinks, and her eyes go back normal. So, it's her voice again. You can do that. You can channel the dead. Um, you. You have to have a connection to it. You have to either be by the corpse. Or you have to be the person that haunts. Or you have to have something meaningful. You have to have an item meaningful to the ghost. Um, and she kind of like opened, pulls out of one of her books piles, she pulls out this like diary. It's like a little leather latchel bound. And she goes, I have Pike's diary. Huh. I am able to speak with him. He only knows what he knew in life though. And he is, he is passed on. But I am able to call on him to speak. And he doesn't much like that I do it. And I don't do it much anymore. Um, but it's just the easiest one for me to do. So I decided to do that one. And I, being a master, uh, I can gleam information and I'm conscious during all of it. But okay. when you start, uh, you will lose con- consciousness for it. And you can't provide any help to your teammates. Your teammates have to ask all the questions. Um, gotcha. And you can only channel for a few minutes. Unless you you spend more of your your, your like will life force to do it, uh-huh. and here I'll show you. And um, she uh, hands you the book, and she tells you just to like think about it and just breathe. And after a few minutes, it, you do it. You just black out, and then um, after a few minutes, you come to again, and she's laughing. Oh, Pike, you're so funny. What? Did I just like go to sleep? What? Hi, Wesley. Yes. yes. Um, he used your body. You oh. were uh, you used the voice of the dead. Congratulations. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well. Hmm. You feel way more drunk than you did. Yeah. I just. That's a lot, you know. Drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you have all that. Um, basically, this allows him to uh, cha- he channels a spirit into him, and then the spirit can do a certain things. I don't think the spirit can really 
do anything with this body besides basic stuff. Uh, maybe just something for flavor, but it's not ever going to be... He gets up and runs away or anything. Um, and then when the more he levels up, the more he can do with it. But it basically will... Like, let's say you're at a crime scene and there's a dead body. You could speak with that ghost, basically, and right. it could give you some information. And, and they're not... They don't have to tell you the truth, either. Okay. And they only know what they knew at the time of their death. Um, so it's not necessarily... It could be helpful or hurtful, or it could just be like you talk to someone and he's like, I'm dead! Ah! However it goes. But yeah, so... And it costs mechanic-wise, and we don't necessarily get on that to them. For You guys don't need to know that, but um, it costs shit tokens and willpower and all that good stuff. Yep. But, uh... I got the voice of the dead. Yes. Yeah. We did it. We leveled up. But by, by the way, I'm so excited about this. I, I do run to uh, Father to... <laughs> like, be like, oh my god, you have no idea what, I just, what I'm able to do. I, I can... I can the dead talk through me. <laughs> and I, he's, he's noticeably shaken by that a little bit. He looks really sweaty. <laughs> still, like, still more than normal. Because this was like right after, like after. So. You mean you can speak with the dead that have passed on and are lingering here? No, no, no. I don't talk to him. You do. Through through me. Okay. They, I'm like I'm like a walkie-talkie. For the dead. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it, but you guys can talk to him. Intriguing. We should leave the dead to rest, though. But what if they just die, and then they can talk through me, and then I can show you, or mm. they can tell you stuff. Maybe they see something. Perhaps it is beneficial. Although, I do not like to muddy with having the dead speak through anyone here. I feel as though that might not be what they want. They should they should be at rest. Oh, they can rest afterwards. <laughs> no, I don't. I do not think you understand what at rest means. The camera. I, I come in and I'm like, "Hey guys, this is the coolest thing that could ever happen." Yes. Look at the squirrel. No, I can talk through yeah. the dead. Girls got a Wait, squirrel. The dead can talk through me. Right, I'm is... not okay with this. <laughs> I just want to put that forth. Well, I have a squirrel. It, and it seems very demonic in nature. The uh, camera starts to pull away as, as Mavis keeps shoving the squirrel in your guys' faces, and it has a little hat. It's it does good. have a little hat. It has a little vest on. It's a support animal. <laughs> well, then. And it's it can do trick. It can do a backflip. It but also it has a only, neon hat on. Only it four Lay's chips. Specifically sour cream and onion. That's it. And it's really friendly. It like it lets you guys pet it and everything. Oh definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It gets little piddles when it gets excited, so you get a little pee pee. It's just a little bit. It's a little piddles, little piddly whittlies. <laughs> I need to shower. And uh, that, that's a good place to call it. Right, we're gonna call it right after the piddly widdlies. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, did you guys have? Did you guys like level up? Yeah, level up? Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's always good. It's yeah. Good time. Um, I kind of like how it's not just like we have this stuff. Like we have to like. I like how we have to like give Earn a narrative it. reason for, for it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, well, uh, you that was everything for you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That was all my stuff. <laughs> I'm good. All right. So well, thank you all for listening. Um. I appreciate 
it, of course. Um, if you like us, rate us on iTunes. That'd be amazing. Tell a friend even more amazing. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Grim Encounters. Um, and I, I, I really need, I need you guys to do this. I need you to go into the woods. I need you to dig a three by three hole. I need you to put your hand into it. I need you to grab grab the worms, and I want you to put them on your head, and then I want you to stay spooked out there.